So today I'm just really kind of thinking out loud. And in all honesty, I don't know. Um, I don't know how authentic this may be to something that would be attached to research, but I'm just going to think out loud. And I'm going to say from um, being a black woman in the black church, that is the scope of my experience. And so that's the place where I'm talking from. This is not to say that I exclude that these concepts may or may not be of any value or true for any other cultural experience of um, race or religion. But as a Christian raised in the black church, that's kind of where I know. And, and maybe I should even be more fair to to say Pentecostal, but um, I'm going to I'm going to kind of take a, a stretch and say that it may not actually be limited to Pentecostal, that it may be more of a Black church experience. And I think I can say that with the validity of saying that I do a lot of work with women. Um, and so I've talked to women that are, are pretty much in different types of, not even really just Christian, but, but mostly Christian women. And again, I'll say that's the area because I was raised Christian my whole life. Um, and so that's going to be kind of my frame of reference. Um, if you hear this sizzling in the background, that's me cooking my plantain for lunch at the same time while I'm talking. Um, so the, this, this question that I have is, does the, does the Christian church create insecure women? And that that's kind of a thing for me at this point, because the more I work with the women, I start to, I start to wonder how much of what they think that they're doing when they put themselves in certain situations is like they're doing God a favor. And there's a point when when there's authentic worship and authentic sacrifice, and then maybe some of it is just reaching a little further in to this self-sacrificing place that really has nothing to do with the experience of practicing one's faith. I see so many women who stay in unhealthy relationships. I've seen it my whole life that have stayed in unhealthy relationships because it's just understood that you just stay, that you put up with it, you pray your way through and you believe for change. And sometimes there is genuine, authentic change. And then sometimes women actually have spent their whole life and die and never got out of that unhealthy situation not because they didn't have the the access to to or the means to get out but because they felt like it was the right thing to do so in 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 many other ways i also see how women have um really poor body theology a lot of times because they're taught that everything about you everything about the way you've made will cause something to go wrong in your own life or in someone else's life. And and so there's all of this apprehension. And I don't even mean with regards to modesty. 
in for disclosure, I was raised Pentecostal, so of course there is this overarching theme that is taught to women about modesty, and and I do think there's some validity to that um, for reasons that I'm not necessarily going to spend a lot of time on here, but but the point that I want to make is that I see so many women who, and, and in some phases of my life, I myself have been guilty, more so when I felt the call to ministry and felt like that I needed to walk in this space of being acceptable and being appropriate. I just really wore a lot of really plain, ugly clothes, to be honest. And as time has gone on, the less that I actually do in the church setting, I'm kind of more comfortable being my authentic self and realizing that, you know, some of this really has not anything to do with appropriate or inappropriate, but just maybe the culture that is built within the church that doesn't encourage authentic femininity in some ways. And I also found that a lot of my journey has been affected by insecure women. In in other words, I'll just be honest, that the, the biggest fight against women in ministry is actually not men, but actually other women. It's kind of like this imploding on your own team that happens with other women And what is their fear? Their fear is that you make it to the circles that don't include them or you have access to people and things that they don't have access to. And in that way, they kind of become the enemies from within, if you will. And and so as you look at what happens for women in the church, not not just women that are clergy, but just in general, women in the church, they are very insecure in some ways about the things that are going on around them, that everything is, a, is an affront, and, and there are mechanisms for handling things that they perceive to be a threat, is to do more, to work harder, to if you will, to kind of take on this Cinderella approach to, to I'll just scrub the floors and I'll do all of the dirty work that someday someone may come bring me a glass slipper and I'll become the princess. I wonder if it has more to do with not really being able to navigate their own existence in a way that has confidence in being accepted for exactly who you are. Because the truth of the matter is, love is just the willingness to be there. The prerequisites for love don't necessarily make any sense to anyone. The the prerequisites for social acceptance have more to do with common interest and common ideas than it really does have to do with your flaws. I always think about how we as people 
women especially are taught that there's all of this criteria to being loved. You have to be the perfect size. You have to be the perfect shape. You have to have the perfect color hair. You have to have the perfect color eyes. You have to have the perfect shape lips and you have to have the right size feet. You have to wear the right size clothes. All of this stuff is dumped onto women just in culture in general. I want to argue that that becomes even more so amplified in church. And the funny thing is, is women that spend more time in church are usually overweight or obese because they really don't have as active of a lifestyle in general as women that don't spend as much time in church. Now, is that because there's so much sitting and looking forward? Because that's what church is. You go and you sit and you look forward and there's not a lot of activity. You know, I, I can remember growing up and there was this whole thing about going swimming because you had to wear a swimsuit, which of course is not appropriate attire for a Pentecostal. And, you know, so we went swimming. I, I grew up in a family. We all swim and, and we're all out there in the water, but we just didn't do it when we went to church events or when, you know, there were other people. I can remember growing up in the youth department, taking trips actually to the beach. And so everyone is out there walking around in these long skirts to the floor because there's this modesty piece, right? And so they're out there on the beach, but they're dressed you know, in a way that is number one, hot to be on the beach, but it's part of this being appropriate, um, you know, to not look like the world, not look like sinners and, and all of these extra things. And I can remember going, I'm not going with y'all to the beach because my identification with the beach was fun. You play in the water, you splash, you have a swimsuit, you're out there and you get your hair wet and you, you just have fun. And maybe that's because I was raised in a household with my father there. And maybe that makes the difference. Maybe that contributes to my level of self-confidence, which is a confident woman is not necessarily all that welcomed in church either because, oh, she must be something else. Something else must be going on with her. No, I was just raised in a different environment. I was raised in the country and people that are raised in the country aren't really scared of everything in the world. And then I was raised surrounded by men who affirmed me and told me I was the princess and they gave me everything I wanted. And so I grew up in a space that was very different from what I think a lot of women get. A lot of women are raised in a home full of women and so they kind of learn to have the the fears and the um, the apprehensions that go from not having the protection of men in their life. And so the church is predominantly women and it's predominantly women that are this mixture of some have had male influence and some have not had male influence. And there's there's all kinds of layers to life and what culture speaks to them. And so they bring all of this to their experience in being in community and in fellowship with with their church family. And then there's all of these lists of things that are inappropriate, behaviors that are inappropriate, ideas that are inappropriate. And I wonder if it really does any service 
to the women in the church who don't have that balance and then they still don't get it when they come into the church setting. Women's ministry to me is a very interesting space because it is this fellowship of women, but I oftentimes look around and wonder how much of this is yet creating this sense of insecurity, this sense of something could go wrong at any moment in time that I don't have an answer to because they don't have this, what my grandmother would call a covering of having male presence in their life. And I just think in some ways it creates behaviors that are based on fear instead of confidence. I'm not sure what to do with that and I'm not sure what the road is to to the churches building more confident women. But I just kind of see a pattern of women who feel like that the more uncomfortable and unhappy their life is, that they're doing God some type of favor. And then there, there's, there's the possibility that this is truly the motive of the church being patriarchal, being man-led. Because women that stay in place and don't get out of line actually works for the culture overall. But I I want to say that I think, just my opinion, I don't know how humble it is, but it is my opinion, that the team goes farther when everyone has this level of self-confidence and awareness to know what they bring to the team and know that it has value and and not come to the team as if begging for something. I just kind of want to see women function in a way that that's not disruptive, so to speak, but is in some ways shifting the level of awareness of what women bring to the sense of community and to the team and their relationships and, and to the, to the furtherance of the gospel even, because after all, the furtherance of the gospel is supposed to be the primary goal of being part of a community of faith. The the Christian gospel goes out and and women seem to be much more comfortable to talk about the things that they know about the culture of the church and about the biblical text but not always what it's like to be a woman walking in that space i think that if women do that It opens up the opportunity for men in church to be more authentic in their masculinity. Church has become this very feminine, almost cotton candy kind of space where it's predominantly women, but they're women that may not be at the top of their potential 
and even their own self-awareness to know that they bring something very awesome to the community that they serve and believe to be essential to their lives. I just want more open conversation, I think. Um, I've set my whole life and heard married women talking about how inappropriate women in the church can be. And I always think to myself, if you are alarmed at how the women in the church act or how the women in the church are dressed, heaven help you if you go to the mall. Because in truth, the church is not the only place where there are people, where there are women. And there's definitely, you know, something to be said about dressing appropriate for the setting and for the culture. But if this is your fear, that your husband will see something inappropriate in church, then is that why you never want to go to the beach? Is that why you never want to go out to these places where you can get better exercise and sunshine? Is is it because you feel like you're in competition with women that you feel like aesthetically look better than you or I, I, I don't know. I just think it's this odd mix of factors that make women hide who they are when in truth women are fearfully and wonderfully made and there is a sense of responsibility to make sure that that is not misused and used for for inappropriate or um, negative motives But at the same time, there's this space that makes a woman confident and attractive and function better when she doesn't feel like she's at the mercy of everyone and everything around her. When she realizes that she's valued and is a contributor to the culture that she lives in, in her community, in her church, and especially in her home. A woman sets the atmosphere, sets the tone. And if that tone is insecurity, then what are you teaching the children? What are you teaching the next generation? What are you teaching the lost souls that you attempt to reach? Do they feel like that they have to become insecure and cower down everything about who they are? to be a part of the community, to be a part of the faith that they would like to practice. I don't know. This is um, a thought process that I've had over the years, and I don't know how well I'm even articulating it now. I just know that I always felt this sense of I don't fit because I'm probably too confident and too secure And in some ways, that was always the reason why I just wasn't sure how I could be received in a space that I really love being in. 
And maybe that's the piece that's more the problem than the fact that I'm called to leadership. Maybe my being called to leadership isn't the issue. Maybe it's that I represent something that doesn't fit the outcomes of the culture. And that's the things that happen when women are insecure. What happens if these women become confident and secure in their identity, in their faith, in their presentation? And no, I'm not saying dress inappropriate. I think you can dress very appropriately and conduct yourself and behave very appropriately, but not give up your individual self and your individual identity in the process to become this clone of culture that in truth is not what we were created for. Women were created to be unique and individual and walk in this space of what's called femininity that is just about the comfort of being in your own skin. It is what God made us. It's this fearfully and wonderfully made. My name is Marva Williams, Marva C. Williams to be exact, and these are my thoughts.